This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the four. 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Royce Unchained. Patrick Royce, what can be done to stop this Twins juggernaut of an offense that is now rivaling the uh, 27 Yankees in its incredible production? My what, God. What could be done to get me my chair off this uh, cord? There, the long now cord. we got it. There now you we go. got the long there cord. There you go. You know, you could self destruct with this if you were a little smaller. I don't think I could hang myself with this, however. I no, mean, probably be a not. little too weighty, but. Uh, Somebody smaller could probably do it. Well, we don't want to encourage that. No, but yes, that is a very not. large court. No, no, we want. Yeah, it was uh, quite the uh, quite the explosion, to say the least. And uh, I, uh, I say the secret weapon is Kirilov. Yeah, I agree. He gives him a professional bat in the middle of the lineup. Yep. There's, you're never okay. You get you get the bases loaded with one out, and if he's one of the next two guys, you got a chance. Yep. You got, a, you got a chance with him. He's going to give you a good at bat. He can hit lefties. We they haven't let him. I think they're looking for excuses not to play him because they're afraid of the wrist. But uh, he lefties, righties. I don't think it makes any difference. And he's got a. He's. I've always said he's got a great swing. Yeah, uh, when he hits two home runs in a game, that's not going to happen too often because he's more of a line drive hitter. But. Uh, it's it really helps to have a guy like that in the lineup that's gonna give you you know gonna okay here he comes we gotta now the catcher's gotta go out and talk to the pitcher and figure out what to do here they don't have many of those hitters because Buxton you know Buxton's dangerous but he's not a grinder out at bat guy you get ahead of him in the count and he's got a fighting chance to swing at a pitch a foot and a half off the plate and 
Correa had a good weekend finally. I think he can, you know, he can give you a good at bat maybe when he's at the top of his game, but they really don't have many of those guys. Mm-mm. I think that we have too much concern about Michael Taylor's offense too. Uh, you know, he's not helpless. And uh, people, I, I see Sue Ann suggested this today. LaBelle suggested a couple of weeks that they should put Buxton back in center field. Not happening. It's not happening. As long as they can, as long as he's playing and available, they're not going to change. Been yes. Maybe late in the year, two weeks well, to go. And you... But you know what pe- people are forgetting, Pat? The Twins said this last year. In a moment of rare truth, right? Yeah. Buxton has a chronic knee condition. Yes, it chronic is. Chronic knee conditions are not fixed through surgery. No. They might be helped a little they bit. They did have. They obviously assisted it this year yes. by taking, moving something around. Yes. But it's, yeah, there's... You can't surgically remove tendonitis, which is basically what he has all the time. Correct. And I am shocked how often he's in the lineup. There are only, what, maybe once every six, seven games. Yeah, he was out. out. He was out Saturday, and I think Saturday. the previous time had been late April, maybe? And I think Yankees? Saturday was, okay, he's 0 for 25. Let's yeah. uh, sit him down here and let him take a... Take a, that was as much that he wasn't getting any hits as as um, anything. So, I I agree. I mean, we we've, we've talked about this before. We're we've found out why he took a hundred million, right? Yeah, because he 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 was afraid to go out and have another year before he became a free agent when he played only fifty games, right? Yes, because they put him in center field and he only you know he couldn't play. They. He wouldn't have gotten a hundred million from anybody. And Michael Taylor, by the way, is damn good out there. He's yeah, he's not a problem. That's but that's what I keep saying. Is as much as wonderful as Buxton was, Michael Taylor is a you know excellent center fielder, and that's that's what they did. They told us they told us Buxton wasn't going to play center field when they signed Michael Taylor. Yeah, we just didn't we really just listen. Didn't know it. <laughs> we didn't listen. And you also see how good Michael Taylor is when they got Nick Gordon out there. And he runs over and he has to jump up and catch a ball that Michael Taylor would have caught I, his belt. I thought the same thing because Br- Bramer's like, great oh, catch. Oh, what a great catch. Actually, no. Yeah. It, it wasn't that hard in the first place. Remember the 14-12 to 12 game? Aaron Hicks's great catch in yeah. center field. Buxton that, catches that. Yeah, running. Buxton would have been standing there. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, it's you, you can make a great catch based on your abilities, but, you know, not – I mean – yeah, we all miss seeing him out there because he was fantastic. But I agree with you. They have no better option unless you really got the hots for Jose Miranda to come back and be your DH, which is his natural position. Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, there's no reason to do it. There's no reason to take the chance. And what happens now if they do? Like, let's just say they're like, you know what? Caution to the wind. Yes. June 3rd, you're playing yeah, yes, center. Yes. And he tries to climb that stupid chain link fence, falls mm, off, yeah. and gets hurt. We'll crucify him. Or, yes, yeah, you, you would. Or he, you know, it, not many of his injuries have been uh, is crashing into fences as we give him credit for. But uh, we, we know that caution is not. What? If he decides. If they decide, okay, go play center field, but be careful, he's not going to be as good as Michael Taylor. Correct. You know, 
And the, the thing that we didn't account for, but I'm I'm sure is in the thought process, is with tendonitis and a chronic knee condition, standing there doesn't help you. No, that that is that. I mean, just standing absolutely there. true. It's it it yeah, just all the time here. You know, nobody. We got the leading proponent of staying off your feet. Yep. And as much fun as we make it with Rocco, I think he literally means being off your feet. Because he had the bad foot, you know, the dropsy or whatever it was that cost him his career. Yep. But uh, it's, yeah, that's, that's, they want him to, you know, go back, take, take BP back in the mach- machines with the machines, do whatever you have to do, but sit down here for a while too uh-huh. and relax. So uh, I don't think you're going to see him back in Centerfield. And when the year's over, you'll probably have 30 home runs. So, yeah. you know. So that's as you said, the contract now makes total sense. Yes, yes, it does. So uh I think the biggest concern is to to go back to Kirilov is keeping if if he can stay healthy. I mean, if we we haven't really they haven't said much about it since he started playing, how his wrist is feeling. I haven't seen a good interview with him about how it maybe he's been Evasive with answers or something. He he doesn't say anything. No, no, he never did beforehand. He no, didn't. no, he's he purposely as boring as possible. I uh, when I was down in spring training early those years, he was, you know, he he got married when he was like nineteen or twenty to this girl that was, you know, his his girlfriend and a religious fellow. Yep, who comes from the uh, we don't believe in the premarital act. So he got married very, I think he was like 2021, and she was she was real working down there as a real estate salesperson at like 20 because she was from back home. Mm-hmm. And they bought a house down in that development down below Paseo, uh, the next one down, and they had a house in there. But he was serious enough about his baseball to move to Fort Myers, to buy a house in Fort Myers and uh, when he was 20, 21 years old. And he was around a ballpark when I was down there early in those Januaries, late Januaries, and I talked to him a couple of times. And nice kid, but nothing. No, no the quotes are not. He's well-trained in the art of... Uh, now, if you want to get quotes, his dad used to be good. I don't know. Maybe his dad is shut up now, too. And his dad is, is his hitting coach, oh, right? from age four. His dad is a... Yeah, he's a protege. On the internet, uh, buy my videos mm. type of, you know, guy like that. And he had a camp. And uh, I think it's... Is it Dave? I don't know. I can't remember. <clears throat> but dad, yeah. Dad's the guy that gave him that swing. And, uh, it's a great swing. Know, it is. It is. So... Uh, you know that's 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 helped a lot. Uh, it's in baseball, it's hard to isolate one guy, but I think just going through the lineup when you're going through, you know, you say, okay, you know, just throw your good stuff to this guy, and he's going to do nothing. All of a sudden, yep. with Karloff, you got to have a plan. So mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, it's uh, that really screwed up their uh, uh, first quarter feeble statistics, though, because it was game forty when they got 11 and 13 hits. And then game 41, they get 16 runs and 18 hits. <laughs> They're they got, unstoppable in the second they quarter. Got, they got 29 hits in the uh, in two games. So it was uh, a lot of them extra bases, too. Yes. So anyway. Eight, was, eight home runs in two days, right? Now we'll see. Now they got the, uh, yeah, they now they got the Dodgers. So 
Although, somebody pointed this out to me. E-R-A-Y's versus this three-game series, the Twins have the advantage in all three pitching matchups. I mean, the Twins have been... Their pitching statistics are incredible. One concern is Ober Ober, because he's never pitched over 90 innings or something like that. And I think you talked to me about this. Were you the one to mention it? Why were they wasting innings with him in St. Paul? No, it wasn't me. Yeah, somebody was saying that. Huh. You know, you only have so many innings. I guess they figured they had to keep him stretched out, the old you know stretched what, Pat? out. I'm going to give them credit. So far, almost everything they've done has made sense. For a this team, year? Yes. For a team that's done some very goofy things yeah. previously, and and yeah, only this year. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not crediting him from till yeah. 2000 through 2022. It didn't. Yes, but but you know what? Too and there's a story here. Someone's going to get get it eventually. This whole philosophy with starters pitching deeper is not like Sonny Gray being ticked off at Rocco. Like they have shifted that philosophy. It's pretty yeah. interesting. They lead the league. Yeah, in it, starters it, it, in innings it, it, right it, now. Yes, but. Having competent ones uh, makes a bit of a difference. Yeah, but you know what? Rocco is not nearly as itchy, even with the top now. And you got to know. For the three guy to get out there. You got to know that last year, Josh Kalk was coming down for his daily meeting with Rocco, saying, you can't let Bundy pitch a third time through the order. And Chris Archer was just hopeless. I mean, that was, that was, to let him, to let him make 20, Six starts or whatever that was criminal, as far as your bullpen was concerned, because he was never going to go. You know, five was let's have a parade. Yes. I think he did it about twice. Yes, but uh, I, I'm not sure it was a. It was a. You're right. It was not. I don't. The Varlins did not get anywhere near no, where they true. drew now. They would have. Uh, they would have uh, hooked him a lot earlier uh, last year. That's for sure. But. Uh, I love that kid, man. Not not so much that he's going to be invincible, but he gets the ball and throws it back. Yes. He did not need the pitch clock. He pitched that way last year when he got here. Good. Boom, boom, let's yeah. go. He has a nice assortment of pitches, too. And uh, first time out this year, what, he started off with two home runs, right? Mm-hmm. And he's Against the Yankees. First he's, inning. he's got a nice changeup. I didn't realize that. He, I, saw, I, I watched him pretty close yesterday. He was pretty good. And uh, here's the trouble, though. This is it. There's no more down there. They don't have another starter. Uh, This Woods Richardson is not close to being ready. And uh, Belazovic is, he's. Well, he's in the doghouse still, right? Yeah, he got in a bar fight. (laughs) And then he he came back, and he hasn't been that good in St. Paul again this year. Last year was terrible. I can't, couldn't believe they left him on a roster. And the bar fight, dude, don't say you got jumped. That's the oldest one yeah, in the book. I right, got jumped. Uh, yeah, I know. He just, I was walking down the street, and a guy hit me. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> What'd you do? How many girlfriends of his did you hit on? You know, <laughs> yes. Like a, exactly. <clears throat> and Winder is not, you know, that boy. The, one, the only time I saw him this year, his stuff was terrible. So I liked him a couple of years ago, but... Uh, I I don't know that they, and you're not going to have these five guys. You, you're going to need another one, and I don't know where he's going to come from. Schedule gets a little hairy here too. Yes, you got 
You got is Maeda going to come back in any semblance of he what he was? Back, I bet he's in the bullpen, don't you? I don't know. I mean, he he was so in, ineffective before he got shelved again that I don't have a ton of confidence. You know, they drive me crazy to some extent, though, still. You got Giovanni Moran on the mound. You got a 11 to whatever the hell lead it is. And you got him in there, and you want him to finish the game, right? Yep. And he's got this seven or eight yeah, run lead, and there's a guy on base, and it's a 3-2 count. And they have him trying to hit the outside corner with a breaking pitch. Throw the damn ball down the middle of the plate and let the guy hit it as far as he wants to or miss it. And Varland did that at times yesterday. Uh, throw what? He just threw the ball down the middle. Yeah, yeah, right. He's up by a ton. So yes. Why do we try to get this guy to get a breaking ball over on three <laughs> on two when he's a wild man? Yeah. Throw it over the plate. God Almighty! Any pitch he can. Does he have any pitch in his repertoire that he can throw for a strike? Have him throw it. I think Vasquez is vast. That was Jeffers catching that game, though, right? Which, think, one, which uh, one was a Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, Jeffers. Jeffers. Yeah, Vasquez caught Friday night. I think I'd catch Jeffers more often. I don't know. Vasquez overrated, I think. Now maybe the pitchers like to pitch to him. Yeah, they'd probably let Sonny choose who he wants to sure. pitch to or something. But uh, I don't know. He's He he, he olayed that one yesterday. He can, he can muff a ball like no. I yeah, mean, that, that's sort of weird. He does not. He does not block pitches. He's got Gobert hands. Yeah, he does not block pitches. The, the ball that they threw in the dirt yesterday when it was, well, it was already one-sided. It wasn't 16 yet, but it was 9, 8 to 3 or something. He just, yep. he doesn't he doesn't block them if he doesn't have to. And remember a Doge hitting the ball up here? This guy, Chase, you get two strikes on him. Throw it at his nose. He's going to hack at it, yes. man. He's, uh, yeah, he's not going to save your bacon at the plate. No, no. He's, uh, you know, I mean, they needed a, another catcher, and he's he's fine. But he's you know, he's not he's not as good as I thought he was, the way they talked about him yep. defensively. Throw's good. He's a good thrower. They've actually thrown a few guys out, a couple guys out this year, considering the, the odds are so stacked against you now with the, you can only throw over twice and, you know, the, the the fact these guys are everybody's taking an extra two feet on their lead this year. So anyway, I've come to appreciate anyone on this team that can play third base. That's what I've come to appreciate after watching Snow and Miranda and Gio, who I thought was really good. If you can play third base, I appreciate you. Yeah, Farmer's fine. He's yeah, a, he's fine. He's a professional. Yes, and he's. A, I mean that that helped them too. Getting getting I. I got to give myself credit. I've been bashing him as a fielder since day one yep. and said, putting him at third is not the answer. He's not, a, he, I think he can hit. I think he can hit Miranda, but, you know, he hasn't hit this year, but, uh, but they don't have, there's no place to put him. He's, he's, they tried to play him in left field for two, three games last year in St. Paul and his life was in danger. He's got no glove. Yeah. Oh, he's not an athlete. No. He's a hitter. But, I mean, at first base, which 
you know, is is supposedly the simplest one. I I don't know if I agree with that, but he was a mess there too. Oh God, yes, because he chased the ball and he didn't know what to do. Yeah, he might have had a better chance this year because without the shift and then you know, okay, this is your territory. Because yeah. last year he was chasing the damn ball twenty feet off the he he was running over and catching the ball in front of his second base. Yeah, there's there's nobody, nobody right. to cover first. Right. You know, he just the pitcher had, was like, what the hell? Just had no hint what he was doing. So, Hey, how yeah. about those crowds? That well, was what fun. They yesterday? 33? Did they get 30 on Mother's Day? They got, I think, I think Morneau said on the telecast they ended up with 95 or 96 for the three That's games. That's pretty good. I guess the Cubs still, people still care. I don't know. Saturday, very loud, let's go Cubbies chant before, really? our, before all hell broke. Now, those are Twin Cities, mostly from here, I would I think. think. I, the people I talked to before the game were from Illinois. but Okay. Uh, I think there was a lot of GN still. Yeah. You know, from the old, old, old days Cubs, on cable. Yeah. But that was a fun there is when that ballpark has people, yes, and they actually are watching the game. It's a fun place to be, and they got lucky. Uh, there was, uh, you know, Saturday they only what they had to wait an hour. Or hour, yes, two thirty. But there, there was rumors that it was going to rain all day. They, it would have been bad to lose that thirty thousand. Yes, yeah, thirty. I want to say thirty one or thirty two on Saturday, and I think it was thirty three something yesterday. Did we uh, Friday? Did we happy hour again Friday? I don't know. They've got some deals, but they're not doing the because so the, there's the three o'clock starts yes. that they've put in. Are there more than one? Um, I think they're going to have yes. I think there's a few of those, but then I think there is a happy hour deal before the game starts as well. Well, the last time they had the happy hour, the first time they had a happy hour, they delayed the game two hours, but they cut off the the bargain prices. At three fifteen, and they they had free popcorn, right? Yeah. They told me they had guards there, like guarding the this free popcorn. <laughs> you know, why don't you say, yeah, you got a two hour delay here? Yeah, take Come the popcorn. On and eat some popcorn. That's fine. You know, their problem is they got the deal with the the concessionaire. They don't have the power really. They right. can you know the, then those cheapos. Delaware, right? You know, yeah, you got it. Delaware concessions. When the rain delay comes, you got to say, okay, happy hour lasts till the first pitch, don't you? Of course. God. And it was the Royals. I can't yeah, imagine right. it was very full. No, no, it wasn't. It's not like the Cubs where you're going to draw a ton of Cubs mm-hmm. fans. Oh, man, hockey here. There's two teams that don't like each other. Uh, Sweden and Finland. Finland oh, and Sweden. World Championships. I, at Lillehammer, that was the gold medal game. Yeah, uh, and they want it, and they settle it in a shootout. Forsberg, yeah, Forsberg, right? Scored the goal. Yeah, Sweden won. Right? Yeah, it's the only thing Sweden won over there. They had a horrible, uh, they had a horrible Winter Olympics in Lillehammer. How about that? You play for a, you settle a gold medal game in a shootout between uh, in the, who did uh, who beat Canada? Oh, Russia or who beat Russia? Canada probably right. wasn't very good then. That goes way back. Somebody beat Canada. Russia though in the. That was the uh, Dave uh, Peterson team. About 12 NHLers on it that played no defense. (laughs) One of my favorite Olympic events, because Dave decided he was really a good guy when he was at Southwest, but he got grumpy. He could not handle the international media. Yeah. And then they were were getting beat 7 to 5 and 8 to 6. They were just. How did Dave get that job? 
He just got in with USA Hockey, and they they have all these old guys. Art, whatchamacallit, and was a buddy of his. What was Art's name? He ran the... Burglar? Yeah, they gave David... And Louie was on that committee, right? And I think David been a world championship coach or something. Yeah, but I've never That's seen... That's like Jerry Faust, though. I mean, yes, Going from Bowler High School in Cincinnati yes. to Notre Dame. But he was surly. He could not take the the second guess questions and he'd get mad and he'd get surly. And then they'd start, then they knew that they, the international media knew that they had him. So then they kept agitating him. There's a guy from Switzerland, uh, but with a German accent, but a, you know, German who lived in Switzerland and, and he, he fancied himself as a hockey analytic expert, before it was popular, you know. All right. So while we're talking 94, right? 94. The yeah, Lee Hammer, 94, right? 92 or 94, whichever one. Well, 92 was, uh, no, it was 94. It was the it was the first one that, it was when they changed. They broke up. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it was 94. Yep. And I remember one day they got beaten. This guy said, Coach, you have no system. What is your system? You have no system. I thought Pete was going to go down there and punch him. It was just, it was just this rowdy, unbelievable uh, reaction. That's that worse had. than Gilbert. And look up that team. They had a, had, had to have like twelve NHLers. Yeah. They were they were still collegians then, you know. Yes, but they were they were just loaded with talent. They and they just. Uh, you know, they'd get beat seven to five. I think the Russians got eight goals against them or something. That, uh, I, I'm seeing if I could find the, find their roster here. Yeah, there. look at that roster. Great roster. I can't find it. But anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah, poor, poor guy, though. I mean, goes from Southwest, you know, probably yeah, nice and quiet. In, I think he was living out in Colorado Springs, and he, he got in with the USA hockey guys. And they, we had some we had some very rough Olympic outings Lou, post Herbie's thing. Lou, you know, Herbie was a supporter of Lou. I know. And um, God, that, do, do you remember that roster? Oh, God. LaFontaine was on oh, yeah. that team. Olchek was on. Iafrady. Yeah. Oh, they were filled they with They got beat NHLs. by Norway. They were Awful in yeah. those games. They, I think the second game they got beat by Norway. I've told you that story that I I called the Norwegian consulate here in town and said, how do you write, do you believe in miracles? So that was my lead to that column was, you know, whatever it is, Norwegian, and then just made great fun of the, you know, does this mean that, Communism is back because you know we we tore down the. What's this mean? Are we gonna? Is the Iron Curtain coming back? You know, I made fun of the right. whole political reaction to eighty and ran into Herbie that night out at the North Star game, and he said, oh, "Yeah, bleeping, bleeping, bleeping." Deep in his heart, he loved it though. Oh yeah, because yeah. yes, because it was it just built up. You know, you need Herbie to. Yes, to win a gold medal. Yeah, Lou was uh, Lou was an assistant on the eighty team, right? Yeah, I think he was. Lou Vero was. Yeah, yeah. I mean Herbie liked him, but but then we had that eighty eight in Calgary was a disaster, as yes. I recall. Yeah, and that was another roster oh, filled was, with all stars. That's where. Oh, that, Dave that's was. Pete, that's Dave that's Peterson. That's where Dave was. That's Calgary. right, Calgary. You're, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. It wasn't Lily Hammer. Yep, it wasn't Lily Hammer. Yep, yep. Because that team had what Richter was in goal. 
who was outstanding. That team was filled. Brian was Leach a, was on that team. Yes, yeah, Brian Leach. That's what it was. It was yeah. a phenomenon. They were, uh, yeah, they were. It was 88 Calgary. Yeah. Oh, you know what? 94, I think, was the first year of professionals, but it was all like minor league hockey players. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Dave, Brian Ralston was on the in 84 team. Yes. Yeah. I remember Chris Snow and I got into a uh, a, a, a battle when uh, he took some, he was our beat guy for the North, for the Wild, and he took some time off, and and they signed Brian Ralston, right? Wasn't it Brian? Yeah. Brian Ralston. Was it Ralston, yeah. Ralston, yeah. Yeah, no, you got it. And, but it was during the, lo- the lockout was coming, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And he was on vacation, and he called me, and he kept, I, they had me go over to the press conference to do a Ralston piece. Yep. I'd talk to Ralston and Lilyhammer, you know. And I finally said, Snow, I was talking to Brian Ralston when his, you were a gleam in your old man's eyes, so stop bothering me, okay? I can cover the all-important signing of Brian <laughs> Ralston without 25 hints. So. Now I wish him the best, yep. by the way. Yep. But, uh, no question about it. Yes, but... Uh, yeah, and Lilyhammer that was. You know, Will, Lilyhammer was neat about them. They had two hockey arenas. One was in a cave. Oh, really? Yeah, one mm-hmm. was in a cave out in the out in the mountains. You know, they had the one downtown is where most of the big games were. But they had, I didn't know that. They That's had a smaller one and played some of the preliminary games in a cave. Yes, it was. Uh, that was the best Olympics I ever covered in '94 because the Norwegians were the greatest. Because you covered a bunch, right? I covered three 80. summer, three winter. Yeah, that's three winter. That's well, a lot. That's enough. That's, that's pretty enough. good. Yeah, yeah. They uh, uh, covered uh, uh, Calgary and uh, Salt Lake, and then Lily. Salt Lake was Salt Lake was the great. hockey in that one was fantastic. Yeah, because that was pro pro man. Yes, that was that was big time. Yeah. Yes, and I think we made the final, didn't we? Herbie was coaching. Herbie's triumphant return. Yeah. Shortly before his death, he was he took that team and Gilbert was in rare form there, man. I think Gilbert was working for the Olympic committee then. And we were you had the mix zone then. So the players had come out and you'd get them for like six minutes. Mm-hmm. You have twelve guys talking to him, and Gilbert would be over there interviewing him for his notes for the and I was scream, Gilbert! Let him come over here, God bleeping bleeper. Come on, we're waiting for the guy to score a goal, and Gilbert would be having, you know. Ah, what do you, uh, That's where our Tom Jones had one of the greatest assignments ever. Just go just cover, cover hockey, hockey yeah, for an had, Olympic Games. I think we had four people there. Wiener, Rachel, Wiener, Rachel, Rachel yeah, me, Tom Jones. and Tom yeah. Jones. I, the only Olympics I covered, I didn't have anything to do. Yep. You know, because there was... You know, they only wanted like a column and maybe one other sidebar a day because every other Olympic I went to, you do four stories a day, you know, do a column and three other stories. So what What did, did, did you Calgary do? Calgary was the Summer worst. games. Did, did you do Los Angeles in 84? Yes. Wong okay. and I. Wong and I did. Uh, For the Pioneer? Yeah. We uh, we were supposed to report to Knight Ritter to be get assignments, <laughs> and we didn't. We just did what we wanted to do. And the they finally tracked us down with about two days to go, and Eddie Storen from Miami was this, supposed to be the coordinator. <laughs> he uh, he did. 
he uh, cast some aspersions at our loyalty to the Night Ritter operation. But, uh, you know, we had to cover our own stuff. You know, we had to. Well, why am I not surprised that you and Wong completely <laughs> deserted the idea yes, of a plan? We're going to do what we want to do, right? Yes. I mean, we must have done, between the two of us, 125 stories probably, you know, but they were all what did St. Paul want, you know? Right. We didn't care what, you know, what the other guys want. Why don't, plus, why don't we get some guy from Miami telling us what to That's do on what the Winter Olympics? I agree with that. You never, never, now that Miami's a hockey mecca, I can mm-hmm. see it, but. Uh, Sports mecca, what are you kidding? He, how about that? How about Panthers? that? Isn't that something? Wow. How about Jimmy? Jimmy, yeah. But my guy Tibbs didn't have a chance against Jimmy. He got a big game out of Brunson, and they still couldn't win. Yeah. Brunson was great. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think Jimmy got a chance against Boston, though. They're good. Boston. Yeah, Boston's really Tatum's good. Tatum's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Which is why I have no sympathy for Bruins fans, too, who were whining and bitching two weeks ago. Oh, we got eliminated in the first round. That's, you know, yeah. that, that that's just our plight in life. You know, yeah. how many championship runs do you people <laughs> yes, need? Yes, right. That's true. Give me one of yours. Yeah. that's How many have they had, let's say, since the Patriots' first one? Oh, God. They had six, right? Two two or three World Series titles. Four. From the Red Sox. They have four. It's four? Four. Since 07, they've won three more. They've won four. <sighs> they've they waited 86 years, and then they've won four, four since now. Okay. 04 in okay. 20 years. Uh, Patriots of all up. those. I looked that up the other day. Yeah, the Bruins just won cup, probably, huh? Yeah, the Bru- so the Bruins went to the cup against St. Louis and lost. Mm-hmm. But do the Bruins have a cup title as well? I think they had one, but I might be wrong. And the Patriots have all of their titles. Six or is it seven? They got six or six, seven? I think it's six. I'll, I'll find it. Celtics have the Garnett one. Yep. And... Uh, they got the Garnett one and one more. If they got one, two, or maybe they only have one. But the point is, they're always yeah. making runs. Yes, to you know, deeper. We we haven't had a playoff game here in what now three weeks. Yeah, I was talking about we talking about that. Just give me a Such. I was stopped and said talked to Such for a minute before I came down. He says, "How about these hockey meccas that are going to be in the semifinals if Seattle wins, and we can't get out of the first round." So uh, that's uh, yeah. He's not wrong. Geography has nothing to do with it. I still can't understand how the Kraken are that good, though. Well, when you pay five hundred plus now, I think yeah, million. No, no, no they paid seven hundred. Yeah. Okay. Vegas so I'm paid, sorry. The Golden yeah. Knights paid five hundred. Yeah. But when you pay in excess of of that, you are allowed an expansion draft that immediately can make you competitive. But it wasn't quite as good as Vegas. It wasn't because teams didn't trade all. You know, the problem with the Golden Knights one was all of the, these GMs outsmarted themselves and said, I'll send you two for, you know, don't don't take Dumba. Here's and two. And Alex that. Tuck turns out to be a bleeping star. Yeah, yeah. So Seattle didn't get that, but they still got a solid team. And then Francis made some good trades off mm-hmm. that. But But, you know, expansion teams in this league, for the most part now, the expectation year one is playoffs. Yeah, yeah, which I think is no fun. But that's well, they the, were they were actually the first half of last year they stunk, right? Yes, and they got better. Yes, but uh, but there yeah. were there were people disappointed in their first season. You know who's you know who's uh, 
out of luck here. Who's that? The NBA. Because they have turned They've... the winter sports in both Vegas and Seattle into hockey towns. You know, Which these... I didn't think they would be no, successful, but, but, but they have. You know, the, so the number of people in Seattle who are saying, we want the Supersonics back yes. has got to be minimal compared to what it was five years ago. And in Vegas, they don't care one way or another. You know, they don't. Well, the, they. I mean, Vegas. The NBA do fine in Vegas. Yes. Would they have to? Sh- they're not going to build them a NBA arena too. Are no, they? I think that they'd go into the Knights. Yeah. Building which Knights, is out of the strip. But I mean, the Knights probably have a lot of the ancillary. And where are the A's going to build now? They're they're going to tear down the f- Flamingo. Is it? Is it? They, the old fl- is that where it's going to be that far down? Huh? They've switched now from that in- initial thing. The deal that came out two weeks ago, I think, was a vacant lot. Yeah. Well, it sounds like now that's dead, and they're going to tear the down. The city wants them to tear down the Flamingo? I think it's the Flamingo. It's the Flamingo. Although I get my hotels are confused. still existed? That's what I'm going to – I'm probably wrong. Uh, let's Flamingo's see. Flamingo's one of the originals. Yeah, no, I'm probably wrong. Uh, but they're but they've changed now to tearing down a hotel. Oh, really? As opposed to – Going into that, that the Tropicana, lot. the Tropicana, oh, Tropicana, okay. Flamingo. Yeah. I, get, I get very confused by my Vegas hotels. Well, the original five. Yep. The Flamingo. Wasn't the Flamingo the one that got um, the guy shot? Wasn't the Flamingo the original? I think the Flamingo probably one. was. I think the flamingo. I just thought it was still there, and it, it's probably been it, gone it for is thirty-five there. years. Yep. But the Flamingo. The Desert Inn, the Sahara, the Tropicana. And these are on the Strip, right? Yeah. Okay. These are the old ones down on the Strip. Okay. And uh, it's, I mean, I haven't been out there now in about 10, 12 years, so I don't know how far down the Strip we are. But they were building the Aria when I was there last time, which is like two blocks. The thing is huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got the big condos there and stuff. How itinerant of a gambler do you have to be to buy a condo in Vegas so when you, you know, pay $5 million for a condo so when you come out for your three trips a year, you got a place to stay? If you're rich enough, man. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people with money. We've discovered that. Yes, there are. But Vegas is a, is a huge city now. And uh, uh, I, I wonder what the A's are going to do. I wonder if they're going to play in the in the Starting the year, I think their lease is through 2024. They're drawing nobody right now. Oh, God, no. No. Their, their staff ERA is like 7.8 yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. 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 They're as bad they're as possible. Pitches. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And it's not like in baseball you get the seven-foot Frenchman who can change a franchise. Mm-mm. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
For the past 165 years, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, did you know Minnesota spans more than 86,000 square miles? It's great. We can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, and adventures. With so many options, it got us thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who only has one company. At the Canopy Group, we offer you 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 40 professional agents. So as your needs change, we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get your insurance out options today so what else uh we got going here locally not a hell of a lot oh zedarius are we that's no big loss i don't think the way he played the second half of last year yeah and plus you know what he he didn't want to come back he had to go why didn't he want it why didn't he like I think he there? wanted he supposedly wanted his contract reworked and wanted more money but the thing is he actually then negotiated a one-year contract with the Browns. That's not great. Yeah. So who knows? He he was a weird guy. He was he got he more was guaranteed one of these, money though from them, right? But only a and one the Vikings year are going to pay a portion, I guess. Do too. we know how much? No, have not. They're not yet. telling us. But though. you know what? He was Pat. He was one of these guys that comes in and is everybody's buddy and yeah. is smiling and joking around one year, and then he's mm. like, "See you later." Yeah. Well, he. You know, we all remember that game he played for the Packers when they opened the season here Oof. where he was a monster. Yep. But then he got hurt two years in a row in Green Bay. So yes. But the one year he played it was last year there that he played like two games or something. He had yes, he, he played yeah. I think a portion of the opener, had mm-hmm. back surgery and then came back for the playoff game. Last year he had nine and a half sacks, I think, in eight games mm-hmm. through through Buffalo, hurt his knee, half a sack the rest of the season. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what are they going to do with Hunter? I think they're going to, once Dalvin's gone, I think they're going to extend him. Do you? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think this is the plan. And, hey, there's a, uh, somebody told me at Winter Park. There's or a TCL? Per- uh, yeah, whatever the yeah. hell we call that damn place. Yeah, now. we. At Winter Park 2. Yep. Uh, which you could put inside this place. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Three times. Uh that there's a promotional schedule out there, mm-hmm. and the photos are of all offensive players: mm-hmm. Cousins, mm-hmm. Hawkinson, Jefferson, and Madison. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't look good for Dalvin. No. When you when you uh, well, I think he wants out now too. Yes. So yes, I think this is just a timing thing now. So what do they owe him then? What? How much money does he have coming? Uh well he was supposed to make what like sixteen or or fifteen but if they cut him or trade him after June first the dead money that goes on their cap is not that bad so well nobody's gonna take him for that kind of no price. no but I think what they're gonna try and do is trade him to a team where, where he can work out a new contract because no one's gonna pay him what he's due yeah. But which is why he doesn't have a lot of. I I think the Vikings thought that they they were actually going to get a decent draft pick for him. They're not sixth rounder if if the team has to work out. I mean, 
he's owed that much money. Because what if he? Yeah. What if he gets traded to a team and he said, "No, I'm not going to work." Yeah, you'd have to work out the deal. At it. Correct. Yeah, like Smith, I think that this trade, they basically had to do that. So he probably, or he certainly worked out the deal with Cleveland, mm-hmm. and then th- that's why you don't get much back. Everybody wants to know what he's uh, even trading for him beyond the money. People got to wonder what's left there too, right? I mean, he's with Delvin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, he was he was good for. It's amazing the value of running backs is virtually nil. I mean, he's, he's due fourteen point one for this, his. Who for drafted his, uh, the running back uh, high? The A and M guy, the running back. Who drafted the? Oh, B- Bijan. Uh, yeah. Atlanta, and they're getting killed for drafting. Well, you, now, you you now get killed for drafting a running back yeah. that high, although supposedly he's Albert. And then the Lions reached on the Bama yeah. kid, right? And that's the one where the Lions got full aid. But supposedly that kid's a great pass catcher too, right? Yes, both yeah. of them can. Yeah, and Bijan sounds like he might be legit. The problem is that the the what advanced metrics world basically says. You don't take a running back in the first round. Yes, well, lay out with them. So, so anyway, who's the last? Who's the last one that broke the bank? Zeke. Yeah, I mean, to a certain point, what Zeke Dalvin? Dalvin was kind of in the last swing. Saquon yeah. is an intriguing one because he got franchised, and mm-hmm. I think they have until July something. If they don't. Work out an extension. He'll play for the franchise tag, which is what for a running back. I have to probably not as high as you no, no, it's not thirteen or fourteen probably. Yes, what is that average of the top five mm-hmm. players at the position at your position for the things? So. And backs aren't paid exceptionally well now, so no, they uh, uh, they need him. What they end up giving Jones? Pretty good deal. Forty but something. Not, not they didn't kill him. I mean, it, uh, it not. Too Not much. 200 and some million. No, but still too much. Well. I hope he's. Who would you rather have, him or Kirk Cousins? At the current prices, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I don't trust Jones. Okay. He can run a little bit. I do like that. He does run a little bit. But I'm not sure I trust him. Well, even in the game here, the second half, he wasn't nearly as good as he was the first half well, when they started actually covering receivers. Yeah, and this defense was so bad, it was hard to... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was everybody was wide open. The, exactly. The first one. Hey, how how about uh, Chris Hines' piece in the Sunday Star Tribune with Ant? What did you think of that? It was like, it kind of came out of nowhere, but uh, he wants to be good. I don't know. Is, are we going to... We got to worry about his future here or not? Oh, I, I don't think I so. I don't think so. No, no, I think he's a certain thing. Mm-hmm. That was a good piece, yeah. It, it was, was interesting, though. It was a nice n- nice scoop, I guess. Yeah, that he's a, uh, he is a, uh, you know, wants, wants this to be his club. I think the biggest shock of the week, though, was I didn't realize they hadn't told Cat that they weren't making the trade, that they were making the trade. Why the hell don't you call him up and tell him? And why didn't we find that out until Cat went on some podcast? Yeah, right. If I was Cat, I would have said that right out of the gate. Yeah. I hey, mean, this came as a surprise. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Cat man in the world, but you can't. You got to call him the night before at least and say, "Hey, we're going to announce this tomorrow." And they, okay, he was in Europe. You know, you're trying to tell me in the era of modern communication, yeah, phones work. You you can't Zoom. get all of them. You can text him and say, Cat, 
we got some news here that might affect your career. I think you'll call back, right? So he came out in in whose podcast and said that? It, it was another oh, player's another podcast. Player, who was it? I don't know. They all got podcasts. But, uh, got a question for you. Just because this came out so late, are you completely buying that they didn't tell him? Uh, Cat's truth sometimes seems to be convenient. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he wouldn't tell the truth about well, that and one. I suppose. But it's, even if they did give him a heads up, they're probably not going to deny it just to yeah, create no. a controversy. There's no. No. They just keep the mouth they shut. Gotta, they might be trying to trade him anyway. Just so. seems, it seems interesting that he would come out now so, sort of BSing with friends and say that when you would have thought he would have said that a while back. Yeah, you're right. Like he a reporter. Could, you're hey. right, because he could get evasive and say, yeah, well, they didn't tell me. To, they they hinted or something. Yeah. You know, you're right. I mean, he's he's not a he, – he doesn't want to walk around taking lie detector tests because he's, uh, he's conveniently forgets stuff. And, you know, all of a sudden his – Calf injury is That's what I was gonna say. like the most serious thing. It wasn't a two-second grade. It yeah. was a third grade or whatever the hell it was. Yes. But I I do think, as a lot of people got on him, but I think he gave him an effort in the playoffs. I think he that was the best he got, trying to play with this guy who's who's basically an oaf. <laughs> he's a, with bad hands. Yeah, he's a $30 million oaf. You know, he just... I mean, sometimes he shoots 70%, well, because they're dunks. Yeah. You know, and, you know, the great the great game they had when they played together was because it was Oklahoma City and they didn't have a center and they could play volleyball. Oh, God, I was at that game. Yeah, they just lobbed the ball. Yeah, that, that, that had nothing to do with. Did you see Nate opponent. Silver's tweet? Nate Silver yeah. declared the Gobert trade the worst in the history of professional sports. Woo! No, that's, that's pretty high. Nothing. He said it. I can't remember it. It was kind of cute language, but it was uh, it was basically saying this is the worst ever. And a lot of people, because of value, you know what you what the value you've given up for him and what he brings. And a lot of people say, ah, the Herschel Walker trade was worse. I know it wasn't the Herschel Walker trade. The potential to this, the potential for this to be worse is worse well, than the Walker one. And and in the Herschel trade, Mike Lynn's excuse is at least he got duped. Because those players were all tied to draft picks. And yes. he, he didn't think Jimmy was going to cut every player and take mm-hmm. the draft picks. In this one, Tim Conley knew exactly what he was doing. Yes. And the Vikings did not go in the tank. No. You know, because they had players and they raided the USFL and got three Zimmerman and Carter and, yep. you know, so they, you know, they got the equivalent of top five draft choices. So yep. uh, it, it, it wasn't as bad, but people love to think it was worse than this. But this, the more you think about it, it has no chance to succeed. No. This trade has no chance no. to succeed. No, we've seen what He's we need. 30. And here's the worst part. I've said this before. The worst part is you gave up the same thing as you got for nothing. The big the kids you drafted is Rudy Gobert making no money and 22 years old or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. That's what makes it the worst. You got the, you gave up the same player. <laughs> 
as you got. It's uh, and people say, "Well, why didn't you guys all badmouth it at the time?" Here's the trouble. Here's our trouble. We trust them. Like when the twins traded for yep. Tyler Malley, mm-hmm. people are saying, "Ah, oh, you guys, well, you you guys didn't think it was that bad one." We trusted them. It's our first we mistake. We thought that they knew he didn't have a bad arm. That's our first mistake. Yes, you can't trust them. Don't uh, trust them. All right. All right. I'll talk See to you ya. next week. Goodbye.